Well, aloha, good morning, good afternoon, good evening to Europe. This is Michael Benner with the Ageless Wisdom Mystery School for Sunday, October 30th. Happy to be with you, and I appreciate you joining us for the live event, or if you're listening by podcast or replay on demand, you are welcome as well. In any event, it's uh, nice to talk to you today. Our topic for the day today is central to philosophy, to non-religious approaches to spirituality, and most religions, actually, as far as that goes. But it certainly goes way beyond religion. And that's the uh, topic of love. What is love? But in a spiritual context, when we say the word love, It usually brings up in the minds of most people the emotion that is love, a feeling of affinity or affection, uh, a caring nature, or perhaps romance, or the way you feel about your family, people that you know very, very well. Uh, Certainly, emotional love is part of spiritual love. But spiritual love includes emotional love and so much more. It is the heart and soul, if you will, of mysticism and metaphysics. And um, of all the quotations that I have pulled for use today, um, (laughs) probably my favorite is the Russian author, writer, mystic, Leo Tolstoy, who says and insists love is the only thing that's real. And that's where we're going to begin today. What if love indeed really is the only truth that exists? The only thing that's real is love. Um, Then you would have to broaden your scope and take a look at love as something that must go beyond the ebb and flow of emotion. In any event, we'll discuss it in this free forum for a few minutes. Um, I think we'll have time today to look at some questions. So if you'd like to use the text box on the web page in front of you, provided you're with us live today, uh, do so. Be sure and enter your name and your city and click Submit after you've typed in your question or made your comment, and we'll go to those a little bit later. And then we'll do a group meditation before we wrap it up about 20 minutes from now. For those who are enrolled, hopefully that includes you, we'll meet just a couple of minutes after that at 1.30 Pacific today, 4.30 Eastern time, in the premium training, and we'll go into depth on the same topic and do a more complete with slides, a PowerPoint presentation, uh, a a more complete overview of the spiritual nature of love. Before I go any farther, I want to remind you that uh, it's easy enough to enroll in the premium training, either for a single class, a 13-week term, or for the deepest discount, a full year enrollment, simply go to our T 
key website, um, theagelesswisdom.com. And the T-H-E, as you probably know, is part of the address. So after the W's, dot theagelesswisdom.com. Click on Webinars and then choose Premium Training. You'll see this free forum on the left, Premium Training on the right. Click on Premium Training and you can register in like 60 seconds for a single class, a term, or a full year using your ATM card, you know, your credit card, debit card, and it's just a few bucks. It's easy peasy. And so check out the three prices. Um, the most expensive is a single class, and even that's only six ninety five. So we normally would charge $20, $25 for this class if we were still in Los Angeles, and you'd have to drive across town. So the Internet makes it really cool. And, um, again, you get a nice discount down to $4 and change if you subscribe for a 13-week term, and it's like uh, $3.27, I think a little over 3 bucks per class when you enroll for a year at theagelesswisdom.com. Also want to remind you, we have our own social net, which is absolutely free. You can sign in and sign up anytime you want. We have a very cool uh, discussion thread called the Discussion Forum. It includes a blog, uh, opportunity to message each other and friend those who really stand out, people that you really like. Uh, you can upload videos and JPEGs and um, even keep track of people's birthdays <laughs> and send birthday messages, which everybody enjoys getting. Uh, again, it's like Facebook, but it's really dedicated to women and men who are interested in personal and spiritual development. And it's very similar to our basic website, theagelesswisdom.com, only you insert the letter N-I-N-G, Ning. It's called a Ning site. So the full address for the Ageless Wisdom social net would be the W's dot the Ageless Wisdom dot Ning, N-I-N-G, Ning dot com. The Ageless Wisdom dot Ning dot com. And that'll plug you into uh, the inner circle, so to speak. So it's the day before Halloween. Happy Halloween, if uh, that's a holiday that you enjoy. And in any event, it's uh, good to have you here. The idea of love as a spiritual force, I think the first thing we need to do is distinguish the difference between an energy and a force. Uh, we had a request a couple of weeks ago for me to do a program comparing spirituality to electronics. And that's because I often draw the parallels, and they're important parallels. Uh, Ohm's Law, of course, even I remember, voltage equals amperage times resistance. It's a pretty simple formula, only three variables, voltage, amperage, and resistance or impedance. 
and yet it is a perfect allegory for the divine trinity which we've talked about in the last couple of weeks here in the mystery school in a very simple way and that's if we think of the father aspect of divinity um, the will of the father the nature of spirit uh, as a source is God's will if we think of spirit as an energy then the second quality in the Trinity the Son which corresponds to the soul would be love God has divine will in religion and philosophy God has divine love and of course God has a body which is the whole physical universe not a separated form living way out on the edge of things but the totality in metaphysics and philosophy in mysticism in many so-called religions and spiritual practices that which is the divine source of all things really is transcendent the totality of all that is and more the creator and its creation so like uh, voltage would would and and its relationship to amperage is somewhat like the force and its relationship to the energy if we think of divine will as an energy then love would be the force or the drive behind it and that's what spiritual love is it's not an energy so much as it's a force and again you need to play around with electricity and electronics and understand a little about its relationship to magnetism to discern a difference and if that escapes you and you're not clear on it well then you could sort of conflate the two the spirituality is an energy and a force it has uh, amperage which is the energy it has voltage which is the EMF the electromagnetic force or the push behind it you know your household circuits are 112 115 volts uh, the amperage is the amount or the volume of the electricity but the voltage that's the push that's the drive behind the amperage is what makes things dangerous okay <laughs> in terms of electricity and uh, the voltage is the force that's akin to love so spiritual love is the force it's also magnetic and to understand love and the way love works it radiates as a magnetic field often in relationships when we think of the lower correspondence of spiritual love as an emotional feeling it becomes little more than a commodity uh, some kind of quantity that we could hand back and forth to each other like give me love if you give me love I will give you love like we could swap it out or barter it or exchange love uh, 
uh, it's a very, very limited way to understand love. If, however, we think instead of love as magnetic, as a magnetic field that stands between the polarities of spirit and matter, the attractive nature of love makes a whole lot more sense. When you're, you know, like attracts like in the metaphysical, in the physical I understand that opposites attract and like repels, but that's because the physical is a reflection of spiritual and therefore the polarities would be backwards, you know, like holding a newspaper up to a mirror. But on the spiritual plane, like attracts like. That's what karma is. And so when you feel love for someone as an emotion, an affinity, um, you're saying, I like you, I am attracted to you, I feel a magnetic pull in your direction. Of course, there is a reverse polarity to that, which is the more you love someone, the, the easier it is to be upset it's not likely that you're going to be angry or uh, filled with rage or profoundly hurt by somebody that you don't care about and that you don't know. If a stranger insults you, it's like you shrug it off. What does he know? But if it's somebody you love who insults you, they have access because of the love and the vulnerability that comes with it to a depth of feeling that allows them to also hurt you very deeply. So there's a huge responsibility that goes with loving someone. Uh, they're giving you access to their most tender feelings, and if you treat that, if you treat them from time to time, even occasionally, in a nasty or mean or, or hurtful way, uh, if when the going gets tough, you have a pattern of turning and attacking or taking it out even on somebody you love, um, that creates a lot of stress and a lot of anxiety. Again, talk to a stranger that way, <clears throat> they can brush it off. But somebody that you love and someone who loves you, you're giving each other access to a vulnerability, to a sensitivity that brings a great responsibility um, along with it when we talk about love. So think of love not so much as something you give to somebody or get from somebody, and instead as a kind of a magnetic field that is created by two people when they begin to realize that there is this attraction for whatever reason, this this chemistry, sometimes we call it, or affinity, even a chemical affinity can be based on electromagnetism, you know, charged particles called ions. And the magnetic nature of love, its radiatory and magnetic nature, is an important concept for us to understand as we look at love both as an emotion and today we're going to get into it in depth 
with a PowerPoint presentation. I have some slides and quotable quotes and bullet points for you as we go into the premium training in uh, just a little more than 10 minutes from now. Again, if you have yet to enroll, you can do that at theagelesswisdom.com even now or between the two classes in that three or four minute break because the thank you page will give you the URL, the link to go to. It'll be a different link than the one you're on now and the password that you'll need to get in. Okay, so... No worries about that. Even in the middle of the class, you can enroll and get all the contact info. And as long as you hold on to it, you can listen as often as you want. Because as soon as the program is done, it goes into replay on demand, just like this free intro. The premium training also is available on demand by replay if you're enrolled. Okay. Now, I'd like to talk about some of the chief qualities of love. Uh, I'm going to talk about maybe 30 or 40 qualities of love in the premium training, but I'd like to expose you to just a few of them uh, here in the intro. I think for any relationship to work, first of all, the qualities of love that we need to focus upon are, first of all, the caring and the tenderness that is the first thing that comes to mind when you say, I love you, I care about you. Um, your happiness is necessary in order for me to be happy. If you're not happy, then I'm not happy. If you're hurt or confused, then I'm hurt and confused. I may not be able to do very much about it, all right? But if you're willing to allow me to, I will do whatever I can to help you feel better because then we both feel better. It's a partnership. It's like uh, teamwork. It's like we're in this together. Again, what occasionally will happen is the polarities get reversed and there's antagonism and conflict between people who love each other. Uh, as I said before, uh, a stranger can insult you and you shake it off, but if it's somebody you love and care about, it hurts really deeply. That's the nature of the vulnerability. So the caring nature of love is the first of what I would call the big three qualities of emotional love, just caring. But the other two that are necessary for a loving relationship to work. And we're still talking about emotional love, which is part of spiritual love. The other two are respect and trust. And you've got to have all three in a relationship for the relationship to work. You not only have to love each other and care about each other, but the other two, you must respect each other and you must trust each other. There has to be respect and trust in a relationship. And if any one of those three legs or three sides of the triangle 
gets eroded or is damaged or weakened, then the whole relationship becomes weakened. And a lot of people don't know this. In my counseling, I often found myself in the position of of asking young people who had decided they were going to get married, why are you getting married? And they say, because we love each other. And I say, well, that's really nice. I'm glad you love each other. But my question was, why are you getting married? And they look at each other like, what's my problem, right? Obviously, if you love each other, you get married. Uh, that's not enough. The questions you need to ask are, okay, we love each other, but I have the capacity to love lots of people. There are a lot of lovely, lovable people in the world. When you marry somebody, the fact that you love them is a necessary ingredient, but it's not enough. And a good way of finding out if this is really a high-quality loving relationship and you want to consider uh, uh, that commitment known as marriage is to explore the other two. Do we also respect each other and do we trust each other? Are we ready to give up the me for the we? Because one in one, uh, it doesn't make two in a marriage if you do it right. The whole is greater than the sum of the parts would suggest. And that's one of the beautiful things about marriage. If you don't feel that, that the two of you together as a team are greater, better than, in all ways, each of you together, then why do it? Right? It's not just about having children. That's another question altogether. Those are just some of the topics we'll talk about in the premium training as we discuss the nature of emotional love as magnetic and as having many qualities. We've just talked about three, the caring nature, respect, and trust. I'm going to talk about, again, about 25 or 30 more in the premium training coming up in just a few minutes. Let's do a quick little meditation, though, on the nature of love. If you'll close your eyes and sit back and relax and breathe, creating and sensing a feeling of relaxation as you breathe, feeling very safe. And after three or four nice, slow, deep breaths, just allow your breathing to find a natural rhythm and place your attention on the bottom of your nose and watch your breath. Remember, if you have time to breathe, you have time to meditate. It doesn't take time. You simply make time to move to the present moment, letting go of concerns about the past or the future, watching yourself breathe, and experiencing the present moment without any judgment 
This can be a remarkable experience as you realize how much of your life is filled with the torment of judging and trying to figure things out as if life is a great problem to be solved, a never-ending problem that needs fixing. And it's not true. It's a lie that your brain has been telling you ever since you were born. And when you meditate, even for just three or four minutes at a time, much less 10 or 15 minutes, you can relax, suspend the judging, and notice that life works itself out. A way will be made as if there is a plan in effect and no need whatsoever for you to torment yourself with efforts to solve the problem that is life for life is not a problem it's a solution and immerse yourself in the peace and the joy the happiness that is love, the profound contentment that comes from knowing everything's just perfect, exactly the way it is. And that which needs change or improvement or solution will unfold with minimal effort as your life unfolds moment to moment, all by itself, as surely as your body breathes, all by itself. Bring that feeling with you back into the room as you inhale, breathe, nice big breath, hold as you peek, sense the fullness, and ah, now. As you exhale, open your eyes wide awake, feeling fine, rested, refreshed, better than before. Okay? Hey, thanks a lot for being here. Appreciate it. Join us every week for the free forum at 1 o'clock Pacific, even when we go to standard time in, what, a couple of weeks, I think. We'll still be at 1 o'clock Pacific for Eastern. And uh, tell your friends about it. Watch for the newsletter. We have a new format. It looks a little bit different, but that's our same personal empowerment newsletter. We'll see most of you in a few minutes at the premium training. And as always, be gentle, love life, and take care of each other. From Maui, Hawaii, this is Michael Benner. Aloha. Aloha.